What is up, crew? Welcome to another Clover Tech podcast. Uh, it is October the 25th, 2021, not too far away from Halloween. Speaking of Halloween, we always do our uh, Halloween night uh, video. It'll be a video premiere where we read Edgar Allan Poe's Telltale Heart. Uh, and we have the great pumpkin pop. So uh, join us for that on uh, Halloween evening. Go ahead and uh, that video is not up or anything like that, but go ahead and uh, mind your schedules and be ready for uh, that to happen. Uh, if you are listening to this in a replay, welcome. But remember, you always have the opportunity to participate in these podcasts live as we record them and ask questions out there. Uh, in the chat. Now, if you are out there in the chat live, one of two ways you can get your question or comment uh, noticed for sure, just depending on how active the chat is. Number one is to type uh, the at symbol at CloverTac, all one word, uh, or alternatively, you can super chat. Uh, and if you do that, we appreciate it. Uh, speaking of super chats and support and that sort of thing, want to uh, say thank you to the Patreon patrons, the YouTube channel members, those that do drop uh, super chats, super thanks, uh, and those that shop, uh, clovertack.com slash shop. By the way, got blue and green caps in stock. In stock. The cough cough has been uh, really difficult. I get the caps locally. They're locally uh, sourced. A lady does them here, and she's been having trouble getting various colors. So caps have been out of stock for quite some time. I know a lot of you are interested in those. There are some over there in green and blue. If you're interested, check those out, clovertech.com slash shop. Uh, and then also I noticed before the stream ever started, we had a uh, new channel member in 2AEDU. So big shout out and thanks to 2AEDU. All right, without uh, further bloviation, going to uh, bring in Brian here from G-Site and uh, get this party started. How are you, Brian? I'm doing well. Thanks, Christopher. Appreciate it. You bet. So we met up. Actually, you uh, you grabbed me walking down the aisle at USCCA uh, here a few weeks ago. I certainly do. I certainly do remember <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you were, I'm telling you, is, uh, so I want to talk about that, I guess, a little bit. Is that the, was that the first show that you guys had, had made, the first USCCA? And have you made other shows? And what did you think about that one? That was the first USCCA show that we have exhibited at. Um, but that's was definitely not our first show. We we actually launched our our brand at Shot Show in January of 2020, just before the entire world uh, changed before our very eyes. So, um, so we 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 do quite a lot of shows. And uh, what did you think about the that USCCA show? I know compared to Shot Show, it was oh, it's uh, very different. Not Shot Show. <laughs> That's the, that's well, the, the best way to put that. it. Yeah. yeah. Now, I thought it was actually really good. It, you know, honestly, having shows like that, especially in this day and age, is fantastic to see. Um, I think they probably had about 8,000 people or so come through, maybe something like that. Yeah. But I thought it was fantastic. Um, and, you know, definitely, it's, it's definitely a different show. Uh, but the nice thing about USCCA event was that people that came through the event could buy stuff uh you know from all the vendors um shot show is you know a lot more closed and you really there's no no sales really happening it's just more industry you know folks and and stuff much bigger but 
just just kind of internal uscc i think is a great place for you know those of us that are consumers to attend and you know right rub shoulders and what have you with a lot of the industries who's who right and i i sort of felt sorry for your your folks that were there working the show because you guys seem to stay covered <laughs> up the entire time which makes sense for those that uh, are unaware i've got a, a little video uh had some audio issues and some other things with that uh, video unfortunately it's not my best work but got a video um with some footage and stuff from that uh, from that booth up on the channel if you if you want to check that out but you know people were able to actually play with the product uh and it's a fun product to use and we're going to get into the product here in a little bit but uh yeah i guess that's why you guys stay so stay so covered up there at the show which was kind of cool yeah we we do real well at live events because people can actually pick up real guns and 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 practice and and train and play with our product right there and um and we tend to draw a crowd because of that we're one of the few yeah. products that you can actually use at a show like that and probably the word of mouth right somebody walks you know checks that out and they walk across the show and they tell somebody else i'm sure hey check, you know if you want to shoot these cool laser guns right go down yeah. here and check out this booth so um, yeah. yeah it creates a it creates a really uh, a really interesting dynamic um uh, sure just want to put this out there. I will have a link down below and replay and all of that. We're going to be taking a look at the website here in a minute. So for those uh, following along live, for those that are in the audio uh, podcast world, it's uh, g-site.com, g-site.com. So you can follow along when we get to that point. also want to mention the poll that is out there. Uh, so if you're joining us live, go ahead and, um, yeah, cast your vote, whatever, in that poll. And the question is, how often... Uh, do you dry fire? Because uh, that's sort of what we're going to be talking about a little bit tonight with the products from uh, G-Site uh, is uh, training, training without uh, ammunition. So I want to give you the floor here, Brian, for a few minutes, uh, if you would. always like to get into the the company's humble beginnings and, uh, you know, what was the, the idea that started it out? How long uh, have you been around and that sort of thing? Uh, sure. Well, I tr I'll try not to be boring. I'll leave it as brief as possible. <laughs> um, so, you know, the co this company has been around for about five years. I got involved two and a half years ago, uh, after, shortly after meeting the inventor of a completely re-engineered version of our um, dry fire laser training cartridges, which we'll talk about, I'm sure, um, as we, as we, as we uh, go on here. And the reason that um, that I got involved basically was um, the product that um, my partner and inventor created really um, created a best in class version of a product that up until then was not very reliable, wasn't very accurate. Um, it broke a lot. And um, so I, I jumped in because when I showed it to folks and friends of mine here in the Las Vegas area who are in the gun industry, um, and, uh, Metro police department and things like that, they were like, Brian, if this thing does what it says it can do, this, it, it's a flyer. You should, you should seriously consider getting involved. And so, um, I got involved in April of 2019. Um, we completely rebranded the, um, the, the, the business renamed the product it's called elms um, expert laser marksman system this is what that stands for and uh, we debuted it 
at SHOT Show uh, live uh, here in Las Vegas um, in 2020. And that was really when we first started selling the uh, the product direct to consumer. So it's a, it's a relatively new company, a relatively new product. Um, but even still, we've already made significant enhancements to it. Um, in fact, just this past June, we came out with our Elms Plus version of the product, uh, which I'm happy to go into what that is and, and, and why that's of value and importance. Um, it's just another leap forward in this kind of training device and training tool that allows uh, both, you know, uh, humble or amateur shooters, as well as high-end experts and uh, people that are that, that shoot for a living, uh, train, uh, dry fire train, and get some really amazing feedback with using by using their own firearm. Now, in in 2020, because I was at shot in 2020, and I do not yeah, remember you you guys were. <laughs> we were, were, we were in like the back 40. Like it, it, we were so it was like. Like downstairs in the back corner, way in the back. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. We were probably the furthest booth out there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, right. You know, brand new thing. It's like, you know, you don't want to spend everything on one little, on one show. So, but. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and that back corner at shot uh, downstairs is, is tough. It's tough anyway. I mean, as a creator, I mean, we always walk that multiple times during shot show. Uh, but everybody is so crammed in back there, I think, and, and everything kind of intermingles and mixes together that it's really hard for something to catch your eye down there. Uh, whereas yeah. on the main floor, it's more spread out, but, uh, That's you, right. you gotta, you gotta have the, uh, the big bucks, I guess, to, <laughs> to do that. Oh yeah. That main floor. Yeah. That's where you see all the, all the big boys and girls. Right. Playing. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm sure downstairs is, is expensive enough with uh, the amount of money <laughs> that people spend on, uh, on shot show uh yeah remember out there drop those questions uh if you have them so let's uh let's break up i guess uh the website here let's let's start talking about elms a little bit uh now i do have a uh a nine millimeter setup that i am currently in the process of uh of playing around with like i said it it, it definitely is fun uh I'll say one thing right off the bat. This is one of the things I definitely wanted to cover because when I unboxed that thing, it 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 gave me an inferiority complex in a way, Brian. It was it was crazy. Uh, I'm a content creator. I own tripods. I have tripods, and I opened that up and I did not expect the quality of tripod that was in that box. I mean, it blows away the tripods that uh, that I've got. So was that? something that was a happy accident for you guys or did you actually you know actively go out and and look for a really robust tripod like that so that's a great question uh christopher and pretty much one of the things that that is paramount to our success and paramount to our company culture is quality and so everything that goes into our product the pack you know everything from the packaging the instruction manual like you said, the tripod, the phone holder, everything about it is the best that we can uh, put in that in that kit because we, um, you know, this is a serious business, right? We're we're wanting people to not just have fun. We do want them to have fun and train and train more, but it's serious. And so everything about it has to has to be serious, including the tripod. So that was not by accident. Um, and we continuously are looking for making uh, even even more improvements with quality um, throughout the entire product experience. So 
getting into it, we do have a question out there from uh, Mr. Roboto, and we'll, we'll get to that in uh, just a second. But, yeah, let's talk a little bit about the product. Now, you know, I'm interested, um, you know, you mentioned earlier how very early on when you came into the company, there were some issues that you had to rectify. It wasn't the best it could be. Um, can you give us some examples, elaborate on a couple of the, the changes sure. that had to be made? Absolutely. Absolutely. So previous generations of this product um, lacked in, in, a, in a few key areas. Uh, first and foremost was accuracy. So which is kind of silly. That's a little right? important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's silly that, that, that you'd be training with something that lacks accuracy because, you know, your the idea with dry fire training is to create muscle memory that you can repeat, you know, in case uh, as, as one of our friends in, in, our, in our company, Tim Larkin says, if you ever have the worst day of your life, um, you don't want to be off. You want to be on point, literally. And so um, we we solved that with by making our laser cartridges fit uh, snugly um, into the barrel of whatever firearm you're using and not shift around after repeated strikes from the firing pin. Um, and um, and that was a big problem with previous versions and and previous generations of this product. So we, we solved that. Um, another problem was just the um, the product would wear out, um, and you know after 500 or 1,000 or however many shots, and we didn't we wanted the product to essentially be able to last um, forever if possible, and so um, the release of this product we came out with in June, we completely re-engineered the back cap of the product, um, which is where the firing pin hits uh, a rubber strike pad. Right. And that rubber strike pad over repeated hits from that firing pin will essentially disintegrate um, and needs. And so the only solution to that was to basically replace that entire part of the half of the cartridge um, with our Elms Plus line, which you're looking at a cartridge here. Um, you can simply pull that rubber strike pad out, flip it around and get an entirely new striking surface. Mm -hmm. um, and we send five additional strike pads with every every unit. So. You know, essentially, right. you, you'll get anywhere from 15,000 to 30,000 strikes um, with the amount of strike pads that we send with every cartridge now. And um, if, you, if, if, you, if you run out of those, we'll send you more strike pads. So <laughs> Right. Well, you, you mentioned the fit. Uh, and, you know, it's worth mentioning that, that these kits do come with uh, various O-rings as well. Uh, and That's right. I'm guessing that was part of the fit. Because all chambers should be created equal, but they're not created equal. We know that with wear and age and other things, of course. Um, and so you've got, I'm guessing the thinking there was let's let's make the wearable part a replaceable part by having Correct. those O-rings. Yeah, so like the O-rings, the strike pads, and the batteries. I mean, it's almost like if you think about it like the brakes on your car, right? Your brake pads need to be replaced every so, every so many thousands of miles. Same thing with this, right? Because it's it's in a um, it's in a stressful environment, right? You're in you're inside of a gun, <laughs> you're getting battered, you know, with the firing pin. So, you know, what needs to be replaced? Um, and so those parts are all replaceable by our customers. And you mentioned our three O-ring system. That is one of the keys to creating that that perfect fit inside of the barrel, uh, the chamber of your weapon. Um, and those O-rings, I don't know if you noticed this or not, they're different. Um, uh, thresholds. They're not all the same thickness. So it allows for um, our product to be compatible with pretty much every every possible firearm that's out there. 
because you can either remove a thick one or add another thick one in, in on, onto the system and change the the fit so that it's perfect every time for whatever for for whatever weapon you're using. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, let's jump out there real quick and uh, and let's cover WR got those because I could think of. Uh, how I would answer this with, uh, you know, my experience so far with the Elm system compared to some of the stuff from, from Mandis, I don't view them as the same product. Uh, but uh, he's saying, I like it. He likes the Mandis Blackbeard. He said, but haven't yet invested uh, more with them. He said, why should I go with y'all, meaning uh, G-Side and the Elms, uh, instead, uh, 9 sure. millimeter and 12 gauge? So you want to hit on that one? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so Mantis um, it, it is another good product that's out there, um, and it is a bit different. So um, they um, um, and you can use our laser cartridge in combination with that Mantis product that you mentioned. Absolutely. As well, and when you do, you'll have um, a much more well. You'll have the you'll have the best in accuracy, the best in quality uh, possible system. Um, Mantis does offer a third-party laser cartridge with some of their systems, but that is part of that old technology that I was mentioning earlier on that we've uh, completely re-engineered. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if you wanted to, if you like the Mantis product, which I am not surprised you do, um, I would suggest uh, purchasing um, either the 9 or the 12-gauge um, caliber, or both uh, that you mentioned from us for the laser part of the the system and you'll have the best of all worlds mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think it's important to remember that with with you guys it's more about the laser and the accuracy whereas with manus it's more about the what they call those the gyros or the whatever that they right. use to pick up movement right it's more about Correct. the movement the draw speed the you know shaking on target the pulling left pulling right with a trigger pull those sort of things uh, and being able to graph that out. So, uh, yeah, no doubt that it would be, it would be great to work, uh, together. So, um, uh, Mr. Roboto out there, he mentioned the, uh, he mentioned the 12 gauge, he mentioned the nine millimeter in the 12 gauge. So, uh, I'm going to yeah. find that somewhere here on the, uh, on the website. Um, and that's kind of a unique situation. I was blown away when, uh, I walked up to the table, walked over there to actually play around with the stuff at USCCA. And you guys had a pump shotgun with this in it. And I'm yeah. like, whoa, I've never seen like a laser on a shotgun before. This is, um, this is cool. This is cool. Um, and then I don't remember, but one of your, your guys there was telling me about it. Here is the 12 gauge. Um, and it's kind of unique. The 12 gauge, does it work in conjunction? Is it kind of an add-on for the nine millimeter, or is it a separate thing that will work? Or right. I can't so, remember exactly how he was explaining that. Yeah. So uh, one of the things we like to do is um, is to create products that um, work with existing systems, so that our customers can um, get the best value for their dollars spent. So, for example, so the twelve gauge you can buy as a separate cartridge as you can, as you can see here. Um, but if you, you can also retrofit um, most of our Elms cartridges with a 12 gauge back cap. So that'll, that'll, that'll screw onto the back of your nine millimeter or 40 or whatever else you're using. So right. you could, there it is. So you could have a nine millimeter Elms plus cartridge. And then when you want to use it in your 
12 gauge shotgun, just simply unscrew the Elms Plus back cap, put the 12 gauge back cap on it, and now it's ready to go in your 12 gauge. So you don't have to necessarily have two separate systems. Um, you can use them both um, in right. two separate weapons. Right. Now it hasn't been. Um... Oh, that's a good Chris. Chris out here is on the ball. He's got a he's got a great question. I had this at the show, but I'll let Brian uh, answer this. Chris is saying, how do you rack it without extracting it? Yeah, that's a great question. So the way that the product is engineered is when the extractor in your gun goes to extract the cartridge, um, it'll it'll miss our cartridge altogether. So um, it's it won't extract unless you um, extract it manually by um, taking like a cleaning rod um, and and pushing it out of the chamber. Um, so that's how we're able to get around um, having to reinsert the cartridge after every uh, shot or every rack. And in the case of the 12 gauge, um, that back cap on the 12 gauge is also engineered so that there's a proper way to insert it into your 12 gauge so that the extractor will miss it. And then you simply rotate it just ever so slightly and the extractor will then catch it. And the next time you rack your shotgun, it'll pop it right out. Um, and that's, that, that, that's all in the instructions that come with it. Now, has there been any, um, any consideration on that same type of technology with being able to put it in a certain direction and then twist it another direction to extract it? Has there been any thought about doing that with the metallic cartridge calibers? Oh, only with the shotgun, because there's a, there, there, it would be very difficult for, unless you used some sort of a tool, which we wouldn't recommend like a pair right. of needle nose pliers to get in there and turn it. Yeah. Um, because once it's seated in the uh, chamber, you know, it's pretty hard to get to from that angle to rotate mm -hmm. it. And we wouldn't want to advise using any kind of tool like that to, right. to, you know, to, 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 to do that with it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But with the, well, with the shotgun, it's very simple. And, and another thing, another thing, I mean, a lot of folks out there might be, might be wondering, well, it, wouldn't it be better if it extracted maybe, right. Or wouldn't <laughs> that be easier? And so this is something that I ran into when, when you guys were at USCCA, you had the, uh, the Walther PPK there, I think is what it was, or maybe it was a Bursa. Maybe it was a little Bursa. I don't remember. Yeah, we had we had Bursas at the. At but it the was a it was a double action, single action of, of some sort, and um, I was firing it in both. Uh, I would you know cock the hammer on one and fire, and then I would you know use the double action on the other. And the thing to remember is that if you're talking about a Glock uh, or something like that. Uh, with single action where you have to manipulate the slide to reset the trigger. Uh, it's important that that cartridge stays in there, right? Because as you bump that slide to get another trigger pull, you don't want it to be yanking that cartridge in and out. That's going to create excessive wear, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You want that to stay seated. Plus it would be really annoying while you're training. If every time you took a shot, you'd have to reseat the cartridge again. <laughs> right. I mean, that just would be super annoying. Right. Uh, especially yeah. if you're using a double action handgun where um, you get the benefit of being, being able to shoot repeatedly without having to rack after every shot. Mm -hmm. Now, there, there's not any questions on this, but as far as uh, as far as the batteries, you mentioned the batteries earlier. Uh, mm -hmm. Are we talking, you know, standard batteries with this product? It, it looks to be 
yeah. a standard hearing aid battery, but that's I don't what want they to are. Assume. That they, that's exactly what they are. They're they're hearing aid batteries. So we send two sets of batteries with every uh, cartridge we sell. Um, each set of batteries lasts anywhere from fifteen hundred to upwards of two thousand or so shots uh, before they have to be replaced. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they're standard hearing aid batteries. So you can buy them at you know any any local store, or you can buy them from our website. Right, because unlike something like a laser bore cider that you might accidentally leave on or something like that, yeah, the only like that. time these batteries are used is when the firing pin strikes that uh, that on-off right. switch, I guess, for lack of a better better word. Well, basically, inside of the cartridge, there's a special circuit, and that circuit is what when it's activated, it has a essentially a timer on it, so it's only going to stay activated for you know, a, a, basically a couple milliseconds. Mm -hmm. You know, just just enough time for the laser shot to hit our target and for the camera on your your device to to see it. Mm -hmm. uh, now, we've got a couple out here. G23. Now, I'd asked this question at the show, and I remember the short answer uh, with the mags anyway I was talking about was no. But uh, G23 is asking, does uh, the product work with the Dragonfly mags? And I'm assuming that's the magazines that auto reset, maybe? Um, yeah, that may be what they're referring to. So there, there's a couple of, of mags out there that, um, we're familiar with, um, that, um, somewhat mimic, um, trigger pull. So you don't have to reset after each, um, shot. Ah, okay. um, and it's, it's not necessarily resetting the firing pin. Uh, the the one that, like it. yeah, it's, 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 um, the mechanism is actually in the mag itself. Oh, okay. Um, that makes so sense. you get the sensation of a actual trigger click, um, but that's being. Um, that doesn't that, make the fire pin exactly. go. So that's not going to exactly. work the product. It's what you're getting at. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. Now, I will tell you that we are working on a solution to that, um, but that's not available yet. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's it's great that you guys are, are working on problems and it, it, you know, it sounds like. Uh, from what you mentioned earlier with kind of taking on the product uh, uh, in the stage and, and working out all the kinks. We're always innovating new stuff based on customer feedback. That's right. one of them right there. Um, so stay tuned, I guess. And now Chris Legs asking, is there any way to just turn it on and, and, and uh, use it for a, for a more light? So does it have an always on feature? No, we, we don't have that on the, on this. And there's a couple reasons for that. Um, it, it definitely would be accurate enough to act as a bore sight, no question. Um, that being said, because those batteries are so small, they don't yeah. they wouldn't they don't last very long if the if they're if they're steady if they're steadily on. Right. I mean, maybe five to seven minutes at the most. Wow. Um, exactly. So you better hurry up and side know, it in, Chris. That's what he's hurry saying. Hurry up, side it. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Now I will tell you, so this you'll you'll be one of the first to hear this, uh, you and your listeners, that on November fifteenth we are coming out with a set of G site bore sites. Oh, very um, nice. Specifically for use for 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 bore sighting, and oh, I will yeah. tell you that our bore sites, just like our Elms uh, laser trainers, um, are going to uh, completely change the uh, the quality, the accuracy. 
everything else with with what you may have experienced in the past with these bore sites that um, tend to not be very accurate, not not last very long. And so we are literally launching our bore site line on November 15th. Well, I can tell you right now, I'm cheap. My uh, my experience with foresighters is about the cheapest you can possibly find on Amazon. <laughs> so yeah, and, and I don't have... you'll get varying results with those. <laughs> Let's put it that right. way. And uh, and and a a just a warning out there uh, for folks because uh, I may or may not, if you're familiar with the boresiders that go into the muzzle end, then they have the little expander. Um. I may or may not have shot one of those out of a AR-15 at some point. So if you're using <laughs> that type of bore cider, uh, be careful. Pay attention to what you're doing. Uh, and thankfully, it was a cheap Amazon bore cider again. But uh, yeah. and you know there wasn't no lasting repercussions from that. But uh, you know what you're talking about. Uh, you know they will be caliber specific, right? Just like the Correct. the Elm system. Correct. And, 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 and we played around with the, the style that, that you just mentioned that you shot out of the barrel of your, your rifle. Um, and again, it, we just couldn't get the, it, it didn't uphold the standards of our accuracy and our, mm-hmm. our precision that, 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 that we demand of ourselves. Like I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. When we tested our Elms laser trainers um, against a whole variety of other generations and other competitive uh, similar products, we actually purchased a device called a ransom rest, which if you don't, if you're not familiar with that, it's essentially a device that you bolt down on a, on a, on a surface and it holds your gun in in place. So you can fire live ammo um, out of your gun and test it essentially. And that's what they use to test guns at like the CIA, Homeland security, things of that nature. So we bought this ransom rest device and we tested, we fired a live, round through it at a stationary target and then we put elms and other products similar to our product in there and the results were i mean it was there was no contest um our product when the laser hit the hit the uh target was right on center where the um where the live round went through the target and the others were an inch or two off center. And so that, that really proved to us that we had something very special with this. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, since you've mentioned it, shout out to ransom international, they're friends of the channel. We've had them on the podcast before. So, uh, if you want to learn more about the cool stuff that they've got, it's been a while, but, uh, uh, jump back on the channel and, and do a search for that. Uh, I'm sure they would uh, appreciate it. Great people. Great uh, great people. I think it was Mike, the owner out of somewhere in Arizona. Yeah, 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 and awesome yeah, stuff. You don't got to go with the what Brian was talking about with a CIA model and all that fancy. <laughs> they they've got some lower key rests as well. So, uh, so let's uh, let's talk a little bit about. I guess if if somebody's out there, um, and they're looking for, you know, maybe they're thinking about this. Maybe they're thinking about getting into this. Where would you recommend that they that they start with? Uh, yeah. You know. Caliber aside, of course. Yeah, real simple. Uh, it's our Pro Pack. Um, it's the first product you see there for one hundred and fifty-one dollars, and that's everything you need. So that Pro Pack comes with wh- whatever caliber of your choice. Um, it comes with the tripod you mentioned, and um, our phone holder. And our phone holder is unique because it holds pretty a- any phone. 
uh, in place. It also holds tablets, I believe, up to about 10 inch tablets. So, um, so you can it's it's a really unique phone holder that um, gives you a lot of versatility. And then it comes with our basic shooter target. Um, so it's everything you need to start training with Elms for that. And then you can always add additional calibers, uh, get additional targets. Um, one thing I'll also give you a little bit of a scoop on here. Um, this week, um, I will be having delivered um, a working prototype of our brand new app, our, our brand new training app that has been in development for the past six months. Nice. And, you know, just like with our cartridges and everything else, you know, we looked at um, where we could improve and make things better. Um, and our app was one of those areas. And so uh, we we hired a team um, out of the Silicon Valley that really knows their stuff. Um, not only are they great developers when it comes to apps, they're also shooters and very much into firearms training. And so we 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 teamed up with them and the stuff we're coming out with on our app is just going to be my, it's going to blow your mind. Um, so awesome. Yeah, there's with technology, there's a lot you can do. And that's what's cool in the training sector and stuff like that. Uh, it's really gotten crazy. Uh, yeah, taking a look at the targets. That's one of the things that I thought was really cool because it, it, you've got a wide variety of targets from the, you know, the wanted posters to the alien invasions to the, just the standard bullseyes and, and dartboards and stuff. Um, I guess my question on the targets, because I did want to move into the app and talk about the app. So I'm, I'm glad you went down that road, but um, are the, is the app dependent upon the target or can you use your own target or make your own target? Yeah, that's a great question. So with our current app that's available now in the app stores, um, you can use any target um, and you just basically, you know, do the simple finger pinch and zoom in on whatever target um, you want to shoot at. Um, and it doesn't even have to be a target. It, you could, it could be an item like a lamp or, you know, whatever you, you really want to you know, shoot, shoot at. Okay. Um, and our new app will also maintain, retain that um, functionality. What's cool and interesting about the new app and the reason we have all those targets and we've been getting them out into the marketplace is our new app will recognize the size, shape, and design of those targets automatically. So if you're, if you hang one of our targets on the wall, uh, take, for example, if you scroll down a little bit, um, do, 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 um, there you go. So take, for example, competitive shooter. Mm -hmm. So it'll recognize that target and um, it will zero in on it automatically. And it will not only score it, it will open up additional functionality within the app that is unique to that target Various oh, wow. training drills training drills sounds um exercises um and unique to this particular target so um and that's really um an exciting development um using technology um and our targets and so um we also you may have seen we have a few uh what we call shooters edition kind of game targets like dice and darts and things like that so mm -hmm. our new app will again recognize that you've got shooters dice on the wall and it'll open up training exercises and games related to that specific target and the idea is to again keep it serious because it is training but also 
make it entertaining a bit so that people actually train um, in between right. getting to the range uh, because so few people do. Um, because, I mean, let's face it, dry fire training is kind of boring um, unless you're, you know, even for the pros that I know that that do dry fire training, they even admit, yeah, it's not the most exciting thing to do. Um, right. They do it because, you know, honestly, they they need to. Um, so we're, we're attempting to make it not so boring um, with some of these tactical and uh, gamification type targets and in concert with our new app that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's a valid, a valid point. And I mean, you're going to, you know, if you're able to take this, uh, let's say, and I mean, you're talking about taking fam- ga- family game night to the next level, right? I mean, what better <laughs> way than, um, you know, hang something like the shooter's dice or the darts on the wall. Right. And, uh, and that, that I guess that level of competitiveness sometimes, right, can drive somebody to focus more on their, you know, on their skills and and actually improve and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, without a doubt, it's a valid technique, and I'm glad to see that you guys are are moving in that direction. Uh, take a minute, real quick, here, uh, and just uh, remind everybody out there that's watching live. We do have the poll up, so jump up there. Make sure that uh, you vote in that. Question is, how often do you dry fire? So uh, participate in that. Also, if you've got questions uh, of Brian here, uh, type them out there in the chat. And if you want to make sure that they get seen, use the at symbol CloverTac. All one uh, word, no spaces with that, at symbol CloverTac. Or you can super chat. Uh, Totally uh, up to you. So I'm going to fall back on... uh, you for just a minute here, Brian, and say, what else should we talk about? What else should we be looking at? Um, well, I mean, happy to talk about <clears throat> anything that you that you want, uh, Christopher. Uh, one, one other thing I'll mention that um, we do uh, differently than uh, not just our direct competitors in the market, but a lot of companies um, is that <clears throat> we have a full-time team of RSOs in our customer experience department and, <clears throat> and, um, you know, we're, they're available, uh, via toll-free phone call, uh, online chat, and of course, email, uh, Monday through Friday, nine to six, um, Pacific time. And <clears throat> they are well-trained in what they do. Um, many of them are veterans and, or, um, um, uh, we hired them from, you know, uh, working literally off gun ranges as RSOs. Um, and you met a couple of them actually, when you were at our booth in, uh, Fort Worth, Texas at the USCCA event. Um, and having that team behind, um, behind our product, um, and us being out in front of everything is, has been super, um, valuable for our customers. Um, and not only can they ask, you know, just general questions about anything, um, they can get any any issue resolved um, that may occur um, or any any confusion that they may have with, with using our product and talk to someone that actually knows what they're talking about uh, right here in our Las Vegas headquarters. Um, you know, so we take customer experience very, very seriously, just like we take the quality of our product very seriously. So you can be rest assured if you ever decide to do business with us that, you know, there's real, you know, human beings here. In, the, in America that will be at your uh, disposal for any, 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 anything you ever need. Well, you know, you talk about the, 
you talk about the competition. Uh, and, you know, Mantis, of course, come up earlier in the conversation. And I'm sitting here trying to think of, like, direct competition for you. And I can't think of anybody. That's a good thing. But I can't. And, and I don't want you to give names of competitors. I'm just saying that, you know, I can't think of anybody. Um, you know, I can think of a couple of companies that have, like Mantis, because they were mentioned earlier, that's got similar products. They're kind of in the same lane, but then they're not they're not really the same. They don't do the same thing. Um, and so I think that, uh, you know, I think that bodes well for you, maybe, that I don't know, or maybe I'm just a moron. That, that could I, be the I, case, well, too. No, we, so just like anything, when, when you do something good, um, you will have people that, you know, try to copycat you and this you is know, true. what have you. And, and, and right. same with us. And so since we launched Elms in at SHOT Show in 2020, um, you know, we've seen that happen. Um, especially Chineseium, right? I mean, that's, yeah, that's pretty a much, pretty nowadays. much. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And so, but it's like, look, here's what we know. Our, that's not really our customer. Our customer is one who's going to be concerning and care about not only their training, but what they put in their firearm and someone who wants to, um, be able to get a hold of somebody that they can communicate with, um, instantly if need be, um, you know, right here in America, um, for not, not if, but when, when something goes south, right. Or, um, and so, um, you know, we, we realize that, you know, who our customer is and who they're not. And so, you know, when, and, and look, I know for me, if I'm going to put something or use something with any one of my firearms, I want to make sure that I've got that kind of support with the, whatever company I'm, products I'm buying. Um, and so, yeah, maybe you can get something similar for uh, a bit cheaper, but you're going to get what you pay for, not just in the quality of the product, but in um, in the after purchase uh, part as well. <laughs> like good good luck getting any support on that. Right. Um, and so, you know, it's just again, you know, I welcome um, um, you know competitors um, a, as they emerge, but at this stage, um, to your point, Christopher, nobody competes with us the way that we have structured our business, um, right. even if they look real similar. Um, yeah, I can tell you that for a fact. And um, yeah. Uh, so Matthew out there, and I'm guessing Matthew probably came in late and that's fine, uh, says, and I wanted to address this for sure. This is one thing that we really didn't talk about, but he says, uh, uh, we'll get to his previous comment here in a second, because that kind of takes us down a different path, but says uh, only has access to a couple of shotguns and revolvers. Well, we talked mm -hmm. earlier about the 20 gauge option. Uh, that you 12, guys have. We have a 12 gauge right now. A 12 gauge option. Sorry, 12 gauge option. Uh, and I'm sure a 20 gauge is, is there any reason that we should nope. think that? Right. Okay. Because any reason, world. technical reason that can't happen possibly in the future. No, not at all. Um, yeah. But we're looking at, at 45 Colt here. And I think y'all are working on some other revolver calibers as well, right? Yeah. So the one revolver round we have now is the 45 long Colt. Um, and we are looking at other revolver rounds um, um, as well, uh, but they're just not currently available. Right. I personally love shooting with revolvers myself, so it's yes. a personal uh, mission of mine that right. we uh, we have that. But again, um, every every product that we come out with um, has to um, live up to our standards of quality, accuracy, and everything else that goes with it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't see it available yet, it's because it hasn't yet. 
Um, right. It doesn't mean we're not working on it. It just means that, you know, we sometimes will go through a half a dozen or more prototypes with new products before we're satisfied to even start doing a beta test with them right. to, let's say, a couple hundred customers before we roll it out to the to the rest of the public. So by the time it hits the market, um, we know it's exactly what it needs to be because, you know, we back everything up with a 100% guarantee. So, you know, A, we don't want to, you know, have to, um, you know, put ourselves in a, in a bad spot by honoring that with a bad product, obviously. And B, we just don't want to put it, put anything that's not, that doesn't uphold that standard out in the marketplace because that, that taints what we're all about. And so just like what we were talking about earlier, when we come out with our Boresight line in just about three weeks from now, those products will, will also carry that same exact 100% guarantee, um, same exact support system that our Elms line has. So um, I think it was a Matt or Mike that asked that question. Uh, it was Matt. Matt. So Matt, stay tuned. Uh, believe me, I would like um, a 38 special and some other stuff uh, as yeah. well. And yeah, we're no it's in the works. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> um, so, yeah, G23 out here, he's rubbing it into Matt's face. He says uh, that you, you guys got him covered with the 40 and the 45 yeah. Colt, the 12 gauge. So he's good to go. Um, so talking revolvers, um, and you, we know that's coming and everything. Um, is there a, a big difference with like R&D and design to make it work with the revolver yeah. because it's such a different platform? Is that part of it the is. issue? It is, a, it is a big difference. And then you got single action, double action. I don't know if that makes a difference, but as far as loading, I mean, like a single action army, right? Trying to load it into a loading gate or something like that uh, yeah. could get kind of crazy. So, uh, yeah, it, there, there, is a, there is a big difference, and that's partially why uh, we don't have more in the revolver category. Uh, but we, we, we know how to make it work. We're just, it's going, it, those are going through the prototyping and testing process as we right. speak. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, G23. Uh, he's asking, does the 12 gauge function in a bullpup? I don't know why it wouldn't, right? It it, it should. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it will chamber, it pretty much. It. Uh, but I would recommend work. if if you have a question like that, because I'll be honest with you, um, I'm not actually the expert in all those kinds of detailed tech questions. Just call us. Right. Um, go right. to our website. Call our our toll free phone number. Talk to Jonathan or Addison or Kevin or uh, or Jose. Those are um and that's why that's partially why they're there so right uh, i would call them and ask them and um and they will they will be totally upfront and honest with you about any, anything you have to ask about that kind of stuff right there you go uh so yeah jumping back to matt his uh his first comment not a question but rather a comment but it's an important one uh because i i hear this pretty regular um he was talking about the poll and he said uh, on how often he drives fires he voted other he sees he was taught uh to not just randomly start dry firing and playing with stuff uh he's not sure if there's importance to dry firing because he was told uh it can wear uh in or damage gun components mm -hmm. um yeah we've actually heard this complaint in the past or this um concern i guess in the past mm -hmm. um it comes up um, more often than you might think. Um, and what's interesting is, and part of why I got involved in this uh, business in the first place was I reached out to, so a couple of people who maybe people on the call will recognize. So 
one uh, is a friend of mine. His name is Tim Larkin. He's been in the personal protection field for ever, you know, uh, former retired national security advisor, does a lot of uh, training with competitive shooters and, uh, and, and Metro departments and things of that nature. And um, he flat out, um, you know, said, this is how the pros do it. They, they dry fire train. This is, this is how they stay on the top of their game. Um, they don't go to the range and, and shoot 200 rounds every other day. Um, they dry fire 200 rounds daily or 500 every day. Uh, and that's how they, uh, with, with the firearm that they um, are carrying with them. Um, um, another person that I spoke with was his wife. Uh, her name is Sasha Larkin. She is, I believe, number three in command here now in Metro in Las Vegas. Same thing she told me is that one of the things she loves about this product, our product, is that rather than using a essentially a fake gun to dry fire train, you get to use your own gun. So it's got the same trigger pull, the same weight, the same feel that you're going to use in, you know, in the case you ever have to use your firearm. So um, all of the professionals, the competitive shooters train this way. So I think that's a myth. You know, I've talked to so many professionals, so many competitive shooters, so many people that are in the industry about this. Um, I think it's just a myth that's been passed around that it that it could damage your your firearm in some way. Um, so that's, I, that, that would be my answer to that. But look, yeah. I am not that expert. So talk right. to competitive shooters if you you know, or talk to you know people that are in the business of shooting for a living, mm-hmm. um, and 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 hear and hear it from them. But that that's all we've ever heard from from the industry. Yeah. You know, that would be my advice. You know, I would say it's, it's going to depend on the firearm you're talking about. Right. Uh, and good Lord. I mean, the, the, there's an infinite number of brands and models out there. Um, if you're talking about, let's say 22 long rifle, for example. Uh, well, let me back up. The biggest issue when people say that they have a problem with dry firing or they've heard there's a problem, the biggest in- issue is there's nothing in the chamber. You're talking about picking it up. It's completely empty, void of a snap cap, void of this laser module. You're, you know, you guys produce the Elm system. It's void of anything. And when you pull the trigger, well, the firing pin has to hit something or nothing, right? At that point. Um, and with like a 22 long rifle, it will hit the chamber face and you will eventually divot out the chamber face on your barrel. Again, on some models, not on all. Um, if you're talking about center fire, you run into an issue to where there's nothing for it there to hit, right? And that's where you guys have the rubber pad. Obviously, it engages the laser with the Elm system. So, um, yeah, I mean, I get the concern with just picking something up and pulling the trigger and, and all of that. But when we're talking about the system like you guys have, like the Elms, um, yeah, that works a lot like a snap cap that's really technically involved. It's like the million-dollar man of, of snap caps, right? You guys have right. the technology. So, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah, G twenty three confirming that he says I could. Uh, I could see possibly hard a twenty two or maybe a revolver uh, with the hammer mounted firing pin. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, if you're in doubt, consult the experts, consult the manufacturer, that sort of thing. But generally speaking, you're right, Brian. I mean, it's it's with modern firearms, especially, not really, uh, not really that big of a of a problem. So. Uh, one thing I yeah. will state just as because we're on this topic is yeah. make sure your your dry fire training with or without our product with a clean firearm. Um, one point. mistake that that we've seen is 
you know, someone will have a dirty firearm, which they shouldn't have anyway, obviously. But um, so make sure you're training with a clean firearm. So after firing live ammo out of it, clean it out real good before using especially a product like this in there. Um, not that it would damage the firearm, but you won't get the same accuracy result, you know, having, you know, gun residue in the, in the chamber uh, with this is just not a good combination um, to get the best benefit from it. So just use a clean firearm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, we're good out there. Uh, as far as the website here, I'll put that out there again. And again, I'll link it below once we get into replay on this. So go check it out if you haven't already, but it's g-site.com. Want to mention that. Um, anything else product-wise, Brian, that we haven't talked about that we should? Man, I don't know. We talked, we covered a lot of bases here, Christopher. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. We oh, have. No, I, I don't think so. I mean, um, I think we covered everything. I mean, I would just, I would just say that, you know, some of the, the interesting things and, and what, you know, sort of the reason why I love doing what I do is, you know, take the USCCA event where we met as an example, we met, I mean, I, this was actually a little bit of a surprise to me. We met at least a dozen or more of our customers that had already been using our product and nice just showed up at our booth. And they just, yeah. the, the stories that they had about how it, you know, stuff that you may expect, like, Oh, it, it improved my accuracy that, you know, I kind of expected some of the stuff I didn't expect was, you know, this lady came up to me and she was like saying, man, I have to thank you because she was having trouble qualifying for a certification course, a certification program. And uh, it was recommended, I guess, by the trainer to get our product. And so she used our product for six weeks or so and then went back and it was like night and day and she qualified immediately wow. um, just by training with our product at home Um in her, you know, you know, daily with, with our product, or I don't know how, I don't know how often she trained, but um, the other thing that w we heard and, and, and hear this qu quite a bit actually is it, it helps improve confidence um, prior to shooting yep. with live ammo. So, um, you know, and even for folks like us, I mean, you know, when you're at the range, you know, especially if you're using a new firearm or firearm, you're not, you haven't used a lot, you know, there, there is a level of confidence that you, want to build. Um, and so that's partially why we go to the range. You can build a lot of that confidence by training with our product before you even go to the range. So especially for new shooters or not as um, confident shooters using a product like this, just it really changes the the whole game for them. And yeah. we hear story after story of, of, of people that are new to firearms um, or just don't get a chance to get to the range that often that are using our product. And the confidence building aspect of it is not to be uh, understated. Um, so that's just another thing that I'll share that we heard and, and a lot of the shows and stuff like that. No, that, that definitely, that, that makes sense. Cause I mean, especially if you're talking about a self-defense situation, right? You don't want any doubts, you know, you want to right. have trained and, you know, uh, it, it'd be muscle memory and, you know, your, your body is used to those movements and everything else. And it works the same for competition. I've got a, a background in competition and it works the same way. Confidence is a big deal. Um, you know, you go into a match thinking, oh, I'm not going to do good. And this, that you're not going to do good. <laughs> if you go into the match thinking, oh, I've got this in the bag, you know, you could be too confident sometimes. But, you know, if you're confident in your ability, if you're confident, if you're confident that, 
if you do what you're supposed to do, right? To me, that's not braggadocious. Um, right. Now, if it's you're, con- if it's you're simple confidence, and I mean, right. I can't think of any other tool in my arsenal of tools that I have in my garage or my house that I want to be more confident in than my firearms. So. No, ab- no, absolutely. I, I, I talk about uh, when it comes to firearms, the three C's is what I always call it. Competence is first. The comfort is two. I mean, if you're got a four, if you're 80 pounds and trying to shoot a six inch 44 Magnum, right. Um, that's probably not the most comfortable choice for you. Uh, and then confidence plays a, plays a big role too. So that's the three C's that I've always talked about in the, in the shooting sports world. And if you can nail those down the confidence though, that one is the hard one because it's, it's hard to explain to people that feeling because it's, it's personal, right? for every different individual. And so it's hard to explain, but when you know it, you know it when you, when you, well, and honestly, a lot of guys, you know I know I'll say guys in this case specifically, not to be too politically incorrect, but you know, <laughs> right. it is a gun show. So right. um, we can get away with stuff like that. They don't want to admit that they lack confidence, right? They right. certainly don't want to admit it publicly, but look, it's okay. You know, and what's the best way to build confidence? Repetition, repetition, yep. repetition over and over and over again. You know, the people that are at the top of their game and whatever game they're playing, whether it's an actual game like golf or what we're talking about, that's what, that's how they got where they, that's how they got good was, was repetition. And our product enables that to happen. Yep. No doubt. Um, so I'm going to segue into this poll. It is closed. So how often do you dry fire? The live audience is split pretty evenly here. Daily, uh, it looks like, what, 25%, 26%? The text on this screen is so small, I can't read it. Um, <laughs> daily, 29%, actually. Uh, weekly, 25%. Monthly, 14%. And other, which would be interesting to know what other is, uh, is also 29%. So, uh, maybe less than monthly. <laughs> le- it would be, yeah, definitely, but it would be less than monthly. But, uh, yeah, uh, that's an interest. It's always interesting to throw those polls out there and see what you get. Um, as far as you, I mean, for me, you know, this is what's interesting with me. I've got a range right outside the door here. <laughs> 25, Lucky you. 25 foot, right? So, I don't nearly have to dry fire. I mean, I'm not trying to say that in a bad way, but I could go live fire, right? It's like, except for the cost of ammo or, you know, having to break down and reload some stuff. Um, that's really the only barrier. Uh, a lot of people, the vast majority of people, they don't have that, they don't have that convenience. Um, right. So, you know, but I dry fire even on the range right so I, there's not a day that goes by just about that i'm not dry firing uh what about you where do you fall into that into that pole yeah drive? i mean every every day for even if it's just 10 minutes and that, right. that kind of brings me to another thing we hear quite often actually from customers is like i um a, a lot of us are working out of our homes these days home offices or wherever i've, I've got a target um set up uh, one of our targets set up here in my home office i've got another one set up in my actual office and you know, it's, I don't smoke. So my idea of a, of a good smoking break is to take out my firearm and dry fire train with Elms for 10 minutes. Um, you know, that could happen because I just want to, or it could happen because, you know, I don't know, I got frustrated about something. Um, and I just needed a 10 minute timeout to, you know, get, get, get some, uh, stress relief, if you want to call it that. 
um, but do it safely. So, um, and I'll tell you, nothing like 10 minutes of, uh, of Elms dry fire training. And I, whatever problem I was having before is kind of, kind of gone. <laughs> so, and we hear that from a lot of our customers that they will do that, you know, even if it's just 10 minutes and that makes a big difference, you know, yeah, yeah, you, you know, that adds up 10 minutes over three, four, six, whatever months adds up. Yeah, if I'll unmute myself here. So uh, yeah, I, I was gonna say I think I lost you. <laughs> I was just just a talking and uh, it wasn't going. So yeah, no, I I agree. Um, you know that. I mean, I have I have my firearm right here next to me, <laughs> and Elms right here. So <laughs> right, yeah. Um, it could definitely be fun. A lot we talked about earlier. I mean, you could have your friends over. Uh, you know, the great thing with you know, this system and laser training completely safe. Obviously the module goes in the barrel. There's no way to have any type of accident with it. Um, and you know, whether you're having a family barbecue or whatever, you could always throw the target up and, you know, have a little competition and, and have some fun and, and, and train, right. And get those repetitions in. Um, I want to take a uh, minute since we're at the top of the hour, uh, before we get out of here, uh, to obviously thank all those that have listened in replay and everybody out there live, all the questions and everything else, participation in the poll, we appreciate it. Uh, the website we have looked at, uh, for those unfortunate enough to be, uh, or fortunate enough, I guess, I'm not going to knock the uh, audio podcast world that much, but uh, yeah, we were looking at g-site.com. I'll get it out in a minute, g-site.com. Uh, should be a link below when this goes into those that replay, so you can click down there if you want. Uh, kind of look over the products, check everything out. Um, so I noticed, we got the website, obviously, before we get out of here, though. You did some Instagramming and a lot of other stuff while you were at USCCA. So let the people know, Brian, where they can follow you guys on social media and other things if they want to do that. Yeah, our Instagram uh, tag is uh, G-Site Dry Fire. So G-S-I-G-H-T Dry Fire, all one word. Uh, we'd love it if you would shout out uh, there. Um, you can also find us uh, on, at Facebook, same same tag. Uh, or just just uh, search us G-S-I-G-H-T uh, on Facebook. Um, and, of course, our website. So um, that would be awesome. Really appreciate it. Good stuff. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, spending some time with us, and uh, talking about stuff. And you have you have an open invitation, Brian. Anytime that you guys uh, get a new product, you know, want to get some feedback or whatever the case may be, let me know. We'll set something up. We'll uh, go live. Well, I will, we'll I will be taking it. you up on that real soon. As soon as I and, get uh, my uh, my uh, my first batch of uh, bore sites, you will be on our list um, uh, for that. <laughs> Cool. We uh, look forward to uh, talking about them for sure. So, uh, yeah, Brian, again, thanks. Everybody else, thanks. And uh, until next time, don't forget to chain fire freedom.